Hi, everyone. This is Lori Joyner from Lori Joyner Ministries. Welcome to my podcast, where we talk practically about all things discipleship related, such as where to find people to disciple, what to do on a typical discipleship appointment, and how to help our disciples grow in Christ. Whether you're just starting out or looking to sharpen your discipleship skills, you're in the right place. Well, hey, friends, it's Lori Joyner, your discipleship coach. And as you know, discipleship is one of my favorite things I get to do as a follower of Christ. And let's face it, there are so many things that I enjoy about being a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. The friendships that God has brought into my life, my many sisters in Christ are such a blessing to me. The purpose in life God has given me, the answers to prayers I've seen over the years. I mean, I could go on and on here, but one of the things I love most about being a Christian is discipling others spiritually. I love seeing women come to Christ, disciple them in their faith, and then see them walk with God on their own. It is hands down one of my absolute favorite things I get to do, which is a good thing since I've basically made my life's work about discipleship these days. But today, I want to unpack for you why. I have three reasons I love to disciple others, but today I'm just going to unpack one of them. And that is, ready? Drum roll, please. (laughs) The sheer idea of paying it forward. Yes, you heard me right. That is one of my main reasons I love to disciple others is that whole thought of paying it forward. I'll never forget a few years ago, a friend of mine brought her son over for a play date. And, you know, her son ran off with my kids and they were all playing in the other room and her and I are chit-chatting right there at the door. And before she left, she asked if I could help her reach out to a young woman who was struggling. She's like, Lori, I I, I need to, you know, step in with this girl and I really need just some tracks to run on. Could you help me? And of course, of, of course I can help you. I mean, this is my love. This is my love. And she said, you know, I'm, I truly am busy with work. She had a full-time career, three kids, you know, you know, helped out at church. She said, but I know I need to step in and help guide her. And I asked her why. And she said that she felt she needed to do this. She said, Lori, when I was young, I had gotten myself into some trouble. And a few ladies at a local church stepped in and helped me. She said, I don't know where I'd be had they not mentored me and discipled me, and I know it's my time to pay it forward. You know, the idea of paying it forward is in the Bible. Paul told Timothy to pay it forward in 2 Timothy 2.2. He said, the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable people who will be qualified to teach others also. So you see this paying it forward idea in scripture. And I love paying it forward with my faith. I mean, I just think about the fact that I was brought to church by the parents of some of my neighborhood friends. I mean, their parents picked me up each Sunday and I drove to church and back with them Sunday after Sunday, month after month, year after year. And I will tell you what, I pay that forward each week as I also load kids up in my minivan and bring them to church on Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights to youth group. I want to help my neighborhood kids in my neighborhood learn about God and eventually, hopefully, place their faith in Christ themselves. 
I think about that I was given a Bible by my youth director after I placed my faith in Christ at 16. And I will tell you, just today, I paid that forward. Today, I ordered four Bibles online because God gives me so many opportunities to see women place their faith in Christ, and I get to purchase them their first Bible, and I love that. So bringing kids to church or ordering somebody their first Bible, those are wonderful things, but discipleship itself. My my discipler was my youth director at first. He took a few of us in the youth group. Now, our youth group was, oh, I don't know, 30 or 40 kids coming on Wednesday nights. But he took a handful of us, I want to say six or seven, and he really went deep with us. We had different Bible study materials he was going through with us. He discipled us. I remember that he used to take this group to the Galleria here in Houston, and he taught us how to share our faith. The four points of the gospel taught us how to share that with kids our age in the food court. I think about the fact that he um, also helped us learn how to take notes in church. So instead of writing notes to my friends and passing them down the down the pews, wondering what we're going to go do after youth group, instead I had this little booklet where I had to list like the title of the sermon, the main uh, verses that that sermon was going to be about, the main ideas that stood out to me. And for the first time in my life, I'm paying attention on Sunday mornings. And it was so helpful because I had this little kind of workbook to go through. And I was also learning and actually applying to my life the things that the you know pastor was speaking about. Now, I was later discipled by some incredible women when I went off to college. My college discipler, Christy, when I was a University of North Texas student, was so instrumental in my life. I remember her challenging me to take the gospel to other nations. And that summer, I went on my first mission trip to the Middle East. The next summer, I went to Mongolia. And my goodness, I was pretty much sold. I loved missions at that point. My next college discipler was an incredible woman named Rhonda. And I ended up being discipled by her my entire senior year, and she challenged me to consider serving God as a full-time missionary, and I did. I went on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ, now called Crew, for the next 22 years, and I'm most certainly paying that discipleship forward, discipling women at lunch, at my dining room table, at church, weekly. We are doing discipleship. We always, of course, do my Start Here Bible study that covers the foundational lessons in Scripture, such as the love of God, Jesus being the way to salvation, the Holy Spirit, and other lessons. I mean, just yesterday, a girl finished her workbook with me. I had led her to Christ. We had six lessons to go through. I always start with those same six lessons, and I love the fact that she brought me some flowers and a little card, and in the card it said, Lori, thank you for bringing God into my life. I love discipling women. I love paying it forward. All the things that were poured into me in high school and in college and throughout the years, I am turning around and I am paying it forward. And the bonus, now let me tell you something. You think I'm happy about that. The bonus is when you see your disciples pay it forward. Now that's where the joy is. I tell you what, When your disciples take what they learned and they pay it forward to another, it will absolutely make your heart burst. Four years ago, a lady came with me to church. Now, I hardly knew her except for the fact that my son had invited her son to church. And so she ended up coming as well. 
That morning, she rededicated her life to the Lord, and I immediately began to disciple her. Of course, I put her through my start here Bible study, and I have discipled her and walked with her at various capacities ever since. Matter of fact, I was in her wedding uh, just this past December. But the wonderful thing is, is she's paying it forward. She herself, four years later, is leading a start here group of ladies Sunday nights this fall. I mean, can you hear it in my voice? Can you hear it in my voice that paying it forward is one of the joys of discipleship? Listen, this is not a chore for me. It's a joy. It's something I'm so glad I'm not missing out on this side of heaven. There's a lot of incredible things we get to do this side of heaven. And let me tell you something, discipleship is one of them. I love it. It brings joy to my life. And of course, it's one of the top reasons I disciple others to pay it forward, paying forward what God has done in my life down to others. And I want that for you. I want you to experience paying it forward and the joy that is when you invest your life in another person spiritually through discipleship. Now, a great place to start is by grabbing my book, Discipling Women. Grab a copy today on my website, lorijoinerministries.org. That will give you some nuts and bolts to get you started. And also on a larger scale, if your church needs some help in getting the discipleship ball rolling, or even you just need a consultation on where you're at with discipleship in your women's ministry and how to move it forward, I can help. Matter of fact, I can help you structure the entire discipleship ministry within your church. So reach out to me. Please let me help. I love this. And I have, you know, basically made this my life's work. So this week, instead of a question of the week, I want you to have a reflection of the week. Think about it. Who invested in you? I mean, even in a small way, who, who bought you your first Bible? Who invited you to church the first time? Even if it was your parents, your grandparents, an aunt, an uncle, somebody, who was it? Who was it that taught you something spiritually from scriptures? Who is that person? Have you thanked them? Go for it. Write them a note. Find them on Facebook. Let them know they made a difference in your life. It will make their day. And secondly, are you ready to pay it forward? Are you ready to take what you learned and invest in another person spiritually? This is worth making time for. Discipleship is worth clearing your schedule, getting your antenna up, finding somebody to disciple, and getting the ball rolling. I don't want you to miss the thrill of discipling others while you're still alive. All right. So, Each week, I like to have a keeping it real moment uh, in my podcast. And, you know, as I was writing this, I was remembering how I got my minivan. And I know this is kind of a silly story, but just hang with me. When Josh was, when I was pregnant with Josh in 2008, my husband and I bought a Mitsubishi Outlander for our family. It was kind of a smaller little SUV and it was perfect. I mean, you know how we were, we were new parents, right? So we had had the best ratings and safety and all this and had the latch system for the little car seat. So we were super happy. And um, we bought that car and I had Josh three months later and it was a fabulous car. Like, I feel like I could be like a little saleswoman for like Mitsubishi Outlanders because we never had a problem with that car. 
Um, it <laughs> no wrecks, no breakdowns. I mean, the car was fantastic. It held up well. It had great gas mileage. There was one problem though. In the back seat, and it only had one back seat, but in the back seat, it had room for only three bottoms. So my two children and one seat in between them. So that meant when our church would say, hey, you know, have your kids invite their friends to this event or that event. And I go to a church that's just incredible when it comes to children's events and and reaching out to the community for different things. When the children were encouraged to invite a friend, my kids had to take turns on who could invite somebody because I could only fit one other bottom in the back seat. So the bummer thing would be is if one child invited their friend and then last minute that kid couldn't come, I was driving to church without a kid in the back. I mean, I had my own two kids, of course, but you got to understand it's a big deal to me to bring other people to church because that's how I first heard the gospel. That's where my youth director shared with me the love of God. And I sank to my knees at 16 years old and asked Jesus to make me the person he'd meant for me to be. I told him I was a sinner in need of a savior. So I want to pay that forward. I want, I'm compelled to bring people to church, especially children. So here we were driving to church. I've only got two of my own kids in the back not a third little bottom in the back seat. And I was like, I cannot do this. And so I told my husband, Alan, I'm like, I think we need to begin to look for me a minivan. And he was like, is something wrong with your car? And I was like, no, no, it's awesome. It's great gas mileage, never broken down on me. I just don't have enough seats. I can't, I can't, you know, invite other kids to church because I don't have enough seats for them. And he was like, let me get this right. We have a fabulous car that has given you no problems, gets great gas mileage, and you actually like it, but you want me to get you a minivan. I was like, yes, yeah, that's that's pretty much my point. And my friends, that's exactly what happened. When our Mitsubishi turned 10 years old, we decided to trade it in and I got a used minivan and I couldn't be happier. Because now both boys get to invite their friends. And sometimes I got an entire carload of kids that I'm bringing to vacation Bible school and that I'm bringing to church on Wednesday nights that I'm bringing to church on Sunday mornings. And my heart loves it because I know how important it is to pay it forward. So I don't know. That little minivan story is a little bit silly, but it's true. We need to pay it forward in our life, whether it's buying Bibles, inviting people to church, bringing people to church. For hey, you know, bringing donuts to church. That's another reason I kept going to church when I was in high school is because somebody brought donuts and I love me some donuts. <laughs> Maybe you just need to pay it forward by bringing a 12 uh, a dozen donuts this week to church. I don't know, but whatever it is, pay it forward. Pay it forward, especially in the area of discipleship. Clear your schedule, get your antenna up, and pay it forward spiritually. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the people that you put in our lives, who invested in us, who taught us, who helped us grow in you. Please open our eyes. I mean, clear our schedules. Help us pour into others what you have poured into us through people that you used in our lives in significant ways. Help us pay it forward spiritually, Lord. Lord, I thank you that we have breath in our lungs. Our feet are on earth. We are alive for a purpose, for a reason, for a calling, for a destiny. 
Lord, I pray that you would help us see the divine appointments and the open doors of opportunity that you are putting in our lives. Father, I pray not one person listening to this podcast would be so busy that they would not have time to pay it forward spiritually and invest in others and really enjoy the thrill of discipling others on earth. And so, Lord, we just say that we love you today. Please use us as mighty men and women in your kingdom, passing on our faith to the next generation. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Lori Joyner Ministry serves the global body of Christ with discipleship resources, publications, and ongoing coaching and consulting of discipleship ministries. To invite me to speak at your next event and to see a full list of my discipleship books and Bible studies and resources, please visit me at loriejoinerministries.org.